Yo, the only thing I've had to eat for the last week has been like rice. Yeah, fair. Because you have literally been deceased for probably a week and a half now. Like nine days-ish. Nine days. Yeah. Through you and Kev having two visits up to Ith and me being sick the literal whole time. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot of showers that we heard throughout the time we were there. And I yeah. talked to Nick, and Nick was like, yeah, Brian took a lot of showers, too. And then I was like, yo, Nick, watch that water bill. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, my stomach yeah. is not a fun thing at all. You actually have to let me know how high your water bill is, because I'll compare it to last year with uh, six people compared to I will. just I'll you, let you and know. Nick. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know how high my water bill is, because that's... Yeah. <laughs> All right, call me, call, call me the alligator from Where's My Water, basically, because that's what I was last week. Hey, yo, welcome back to the High Kicks podcast. Uh, we're, we're back to normal again this week because my stomach is back to normal. Um, not really sick anymore, kind of still sick, but enough to do the show and missed you guys. And Carl doesn't get to do the Carl show again this week, so Carl was Yeah, good. I'm a little pissed I can't do the Carl show again, so I can't do a corny-ass intro. And then, like, I, I want to roast Brian just because, like, roasting Brian is fun, but, like, he's here. So like I, I can only roast his stupid haircut while while we're on show. I'm but getting one tomorrow and we're not even on video. You can't see me. It's just while we're on show. I wasn't on video last week and I still did finger guns and I'm still doing finger guns right now, so That's fair. Yeah. So this was an interesting week in footy. Um I'm not even gonna lie. Like, what's there to lie about? There is absolutely nothing to lie about because a lot of shifts happen in the table. A lot of big upsets. Bro, Leicester uh, are sitting at 13th right now? Yeah, that was not expected. Like, the table, I'm just going to run it down real quick, all 20, because I feel like we don't do that enough. Liverpool I at did that one. last week, but yeah. Whatever. Liverpool at one, because that makes me happy. Man City 2, Chelsea 3, United 4, Everton 5, Brighton chilling in 6 with a European place. Granted, mm -hmm. it's 6 matches, but still. Uh, yeah. West Ham 7 and Villa 8, Brentford at 9, Arsenal making their way up from 20, now they're sitting at 10th. Tottenham Hotspur at 11th, uh, Watford 12, Leicester 13, Wolverhampton Wanderers 14, Crystal Palace 15, Southampton 16, Newcastle 17, and then Leeds, Burnley, and Norwich round out the relegation zone currently at 18, 19, and 20. Even if with you the game signing? If you would ask me six weeks ago this is if this is what the table would have looked like, the only thing I would have gotten or got in any particular, not even in order, just was the teams in the top four. The teams in the top four and maybe Norwich at the bottom. Or no, because I probably had Brentford at the bottom or something, actually. No, I had Norwich at the bottom. I had Norwich at the bottom. I probably had Norwich at the bottom, but like, I didn't have Brentford as high as they are. So I'm giving them huge props. Leeds, come on, you got to pick it up. 
you sign Daniel James. I know he's not great, but come on. And then I can't really say much, though, because come on, man, you. And I think that's a perfect place to start getting into games this week. Yep, yep. So somehow, not really somehow, more of a kind of expected, but kind of not because the scoreline, but the somehow is it was Gabriel Jesus. Man City beat Chelsea at the bridge. Bro. I was so surprised that they were actually able to pull out a victory. I was shocked. I was, and it was a very well played. Actually, I can't really speak as to how well played of a game it was. Um, was kind of debilitated and kind of awake watching it. Um, from what I saw, it it kind of just looked like Tuckle did his City usual. City shat on them. City shat on them. Kinda, because it looked like Tuckle wanted to play a more defensive game and let City have possession. So, like, I don't necessarily say that's getting shot on when it seems like that was the intention. It was the intention, but the main issue with that intention is that it didn't seem like their typical attacking prowess. So, in that issue, they had zero shots on target the entire game and just were not capable of progressing up the field the same way that they have been. So I think most teams aren't capable of progressing up, up the, the field, field against City, against like, City like they have been. So kudos on that statement, but I think that applies to most people. It, it applies to most teams, but we also had Chelsea winning this because of their run of form and the way That's that fair. Lukaku was playing and stuff. And they were able to, like, they, they didn't put Lukaku entirely in their back pocket, but he didn't score. You know and, who like, played a game and a half Rodri yes sir Rodri I saw a heat map from Rodri on Squawka it was like the entire pitch it was a full red box to box you want to know the funniest thing in the world what Jesus started at right wing again instead of striker and scored well he's a better right wing than striker now as we're learning exactly like I just find that comical but i do i do too yeah i do too i'm uh, this is gonna be like looking just looking at the table there's i said enough last week but hold on there's a point between first and sixth six matches in yep this is gonna be fun I don't think it's going to be as fun as we think because if City's running shit, like if they start running shit the way that they did last year, it's not. I don't know if they will. I think they're capable of doing that again. See, I think they're capable of doing it again, but I think Liverpool are capable of doing it. I think Chelsea are still capable of doing it, even though they lost one game to City. Yeah, exactly. I think Man U are capable of doing it. I was going to say, I don't necessarily think Man U are capable of doing it just yet. Um, I was talking... Bro, with Ronaldo, you're... Let me finish. Let me finish. But I was talking to some friends today while I was playing Rocket League, and they're all Man U fans. They all went to Fairfield. They're friends with, like, my friend Pat. And they were like, Man U lacks maturity. Yeah. And that's what's going to be holding them back from putting together a long enough stretch of form to win the league this year, at least. Yeah, I definitely don't see it being a this year thing, but you never know just because you 
like with the Leicester situation. So I never yeah, count a team out, especially with the amount of talent that they have. And the way that they were able to perform last year without Ronaldo, Veron, and Sancho. So yep. if if Yo. any one of those click like entirely. Yo, I got a question for you. Yeah. Who do you think should take United's PKs? Oh, we want to get into my game now? Yeah. Alright, oh, well, oh. we lost. Man, you lost 1-0 to Villa. Um, At Old Trafford. They ended up scoring really late in the game. That yeah, it was header a- was unreal. Yeah. Dehead Un- just keeps on getting shat on by, like, unsavable shots recently. Like, that, wasn't, like, like, that was a whipped-in near-post flick, like, perfect yeah. header. Nothing De Gea could do. Like, there's a lot of situations recently where De Gea is just left speechless at a ball that is unsavable by pretty much everyone, unless it's lucky. Like, you yeah. get, like, a finger or something to it. And then you're getting, like, one of the best saves of the year. So, yeah. um, I, but I can't even not, be taking that much away from De Gea. No, you can't. Point. That wasn't his fault no. at all. No. I... I do need to speak about the other goalkeeper in this match, though. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, so, so Emiliano Martinez, when the penalty happens, hops off his line, runs up to the spot, looks Bruno dead in the eye while he's getting ready to take the kick and says, Cristiano should take it. And points at Ronaldo and points at Ronaldo and points at Ronaldo and says, he should take it and he should take it, he should take it. And then... Bruno skies it, and to celebrate, Emmy Martinez turns around, looks at his post, and just does like a little shimmy dance. <laughs> and I was just like, "This is why I love you, Emmy Martinez." Yeah. So, um, Emmy Martinez this weekend showed why he is potentially the best keeper in the prem at times. Well, at times, um, yeah, but he's not yeah, the best he, keeper he, in the prem. Exactly. I, I can't say he's the best keeper in the prem. That's why I said at times. Yeah. I mean, I think realistically, outside of a few keepers, any keeper in the prem can be the best keeper in the prem on any given day. I agree with that. I mean, it doesn't make them the actual best keeper in the prem, but a good day is a good day, and all of them are capable of it. Yeah, he was really able to show that he had a great day, though, which I was really impressed with. Um, oh, my goodness. I, I don't regret saying that he was going to probably lead the league in clean sheets alongside, like, Mendy and uh, Ederson or something like that. I'm pretty sure I said something of that sort. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, I can check. Yes, you can. We did do those predictions, Carl. While you're checking that... Um, uh, no, I'm stupid. I didn't say Chelsea. I said Man U. Alright, keep it going. Um, I just want to touch on Everton-Norwich. It's not really much because it was 2-0 Everton, as we would expect. Um, yeah. I have never let out this on the show, and I actually don't really know if I've spoken to you about this and how pissed off I was about the whole Rafa Benitez thing. No, you haven't. I'm annoyed. Like, he's making them good. And, oh, yeah. like, 
Rafa Benitez going to manage Everton would have been like fucking Ronaldo going to City. Not not to that degree, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Like, so if like, you, hold if on, you bro. Want like, me you, to keep you know, it you, P with you. You know that one night in Istanbul that Liverpool fans always think back to. Yes. It is sacrilege that that bench boss is now a toffee. Bro, so I I know we're saying Everton won the game. Woo. They got out-possessed by Norwich. Who gives a shit? The only thing that matters is the scoreboard, and they got out-possessed 46.8 to 53.2. Yeah, it's, it's not massive. They it's got out-touched by, like, 95 touches. They Bro, got out-passed by f- Norwich 60. shot very similar to them. And last week on the show when you weren't here, I was talking about Everton's problem in the attacking prowess and their loss of Hamas and how that's going to sort of impact them later on in the season. And that's what I'm referring to because I don't know, like only putting up two goals and like putting up very similar stats to Norwich, the worst team in the Prem, like you did win. Like I, I'm not taking anything away from them. Win. So so hold, like, up, hold up, hold in up. In the future, this is this is not an example sus. of Everton putting up the same amount of shots as Norwich. This is an example of Norwich putting up the same amount of shots as Everton. Ten shots is a lot of shots. Yeah, that is. So true. so I'm looking at it as Norwich put up a lot of shots, not the way you're looking at it. <laughs> All right, fair. I, yeah. I understand that perspective. Yeah. I, also, I'm just really also, sus. Huh? Completely unrelated to footy in general. Are you aware of how often you've been saying the word prowess in the last month on this show? No. Have I actually been saying it, like, a lot? Yeah. I've, I've been trying to cut out, like, a couple words of my vocabulary on the show. Maybe prowess is one of them. It's not one of them that you need to cut out, but you're you're describing everything as prowess. Yeah, I'm... Maybe need to fix that, but we'll we'll fix my just, vocabulary at a different time. Yes, yes, um, we will, we will. Uh, West Ham beat Leeds. We don't really need to go into that too much. That was kind of expected. No. Michael Antonio though has five goals in the season, and he's um, he's tied for leading the prem, bro. Every time he plays, he's been scoring a goal. He's disgusting. And they've been winning when he's been playing too. Like he's having a drastic effect on their winning ratio. So like I, I'm yep. super impressed with his impact this season. It's very yep. similar to Lewin last season. Speaking so, um, uh, of the confusion with Leicester, they drew Burnley at home. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. They drew Burnley at home. Like what? We're like Vardy scores two. Vardy's leading the Prem alongside uh, Antonio and Mo. Yeah, Mo right now. And bro, they still are drawing and losing games that they should be winning. The yeah. loss of um Fofana is really becoming a the loss the loss of Fofana for them is huge. Bro, I thought Soyanchu would be able to like cover more because like Soyanchu I always really liked as a player. Yeah. 
But Vestergaard and Soyanchu are not the most competent combo. So Wesley Fafana's injury also could have like some really long lasting effects on Lester. Exactly. Because like if they don't because they've been finishing like fifth, sixth, and qualifying for the Europa League and getting Europa League money. And they're not they a They don't do that. They're not a club like an Arsenal that can just spend 130 million pounds and still suck even if they don't make Europe. Like Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tell you a couple players that I see um they need that real money. quick. Uh there there's two main players in the midfield that are probably no longer players. Telemans and Ndidi. Yes, sir. Cool. Yeah. Well, Telemans is linked with you. Telemans is linked with me. Telemans is linked with everyone in Europe. And then Ndidi was linked with uh, a couple teams who were looking specifically for CDMs. Like how Man old? U. How old? If you had to guess right now, how old do you think Yuri Telemans is? Without looking it up. Uh, I used to fucking know this. Because you feel like he's been around forever. He's 23. He's 24. He made his debut when he was like 16, though. Yeah, exactly. In the Belgian League? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was in the Belgian league, and then. But he's been around forever. Bro, he started showing out on like the Belgian squad, like yeah. super early. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love uh, this play. Yeah. Watford, Newcastle, draw. Not much yeah. there. Not much there. Although. I like to talk about Ismailia, or wow, Ismaila Sar, not Ismailia, Ismaila. Yeah. He's a freak. He's disgusting. His dribbling, his finishing, his, like, the way he runs the wing. Yeah, you know someone who always, like, is talked about in the way that Sar should be talked about? Who? Traore, Adama. Different. Bro, I, I would say Sar should be talked about more like that instead of Adama. Well, so so Adama's lately been talked about. Everything he gets talked about now, people are starting to bring up his lack of end product. Okay. Which is which is why I'm not necessarily agreeing with you, and why I think it's totally different. Um, All right, fair. The, but I, I, you it, you remember yeah. the narrative when the it narrative was strictly when it was like, but that that was also when Adama was dribbling past five people a game and serving up a ball for Jimenez once every two weeks. Bro, it was actually like once every two weeks to Jimenez, but like once a week, pretty much. Yeah, so when his end product and his chance creation and his assists have gone down, all the other hype around him has kind of gone down too. Yeah, fair. But I'm like... Spurs were still like linked with him. Like he was still getting a lot of hype. Like even after, I don't think Spurs would have been linked with him down. if it weren't for Nuno, though. That is fair. I think Nuno wanted him. I don't think Spurs wanted him. I think Nuno can do a lot with him, but yes, I don't know if I a agree. lot of other people can. Yes, I agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Yeah. All right. My my turn to be confused that, because. Yeah. How the hell did Liverpool tie Brentford? So like I lost to Villa. 
So I, uh, I like Villa's on the come up right now. They're they're starting to click and they're starting to look good. Brentford is a new team from the championship and yep. they look fucking great. They look so good. They look the same way that Leeds although did. although that second no their defense is better than Leeds was. Um, That's true. The second Brentford goal was straight out of kicking and screaming. Like, it was just a shit show and the ball just ended up in the back of the net. Um, uh, okay. I was like, I, I don't get the reference. Just a little kid soccer. Um, it, it was a clusterfuck and then the ball was in the back of the net. Uh, the third goal was cheeky chip. Like, literally out of nothing. Um, Liverpool's goals. So, Liverpool's second goal got called offsides. And then VAR showed that the Brentford left back held Mo Salah on. And it is about the third or fourth time I've seen in the last couple of years, Mo start to make a run and Fabinho just dink a ball over and Mo finish it bottom left first time. I've seen that a couple of times. FIFA. Uh, I mean, in, real, I mean life, in real life. Times. Real life, actually, like, that was a great connection that used to happen. Even when he was playing center back, you I used know. to be able to see it occasionally. I'm excited for it more in the midfield because, oh, my God, what a ball. And then yeah, that's the third connection. goal, the third Liverpool goal. So after they gave up the second, like, clusterfuck goal, I'm just watching. I'm looking at the screen. Curtis Jones has the ball at the top of the box, takes a touch around a guy, and just fucking rips it. Yeah. It deflected off a defender's knee before it went in, but it was scored as a goal for Curtis because I don't necessarily think the deflection had too much to do with it. It was going yeah. top corner and the deflection maybe moved it a little bit more top corner. Yeah, exactly. Did you see that goal? Uh, I think so. Cranked it. Cranked it. Like, this whole game, I I don't know what to think about Liverpool right now. Like, we're top of the table, but somehow I still feel like we're a little shaky. I was saying that about Man U last week. But our draws have come against Chelsea and Brentford. And, like... Your draw is against Southampton, which is less impressive than a draw against Brentford at the moment based on positioning. I agree and with that. Man City's draw was against Southampton, which is less impressive than the I agree. Brentford draw because Southampton's in the lower position. Wait, have you played Southampton yet? No. All right, wait till y'all play Southampton. I don't believe we've played Southampton yet. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm checking. So it, it's uh, Curtis My, Jones's goal you're talking about. Yeah. Right, I'm just skipping through. Yeah, it's in like the sixty-something minute. Cranked it. Cranked it. Yo. Also, speaking of Liverpool, while you're watching that goal, I went online, um, saw that the Liverpool away kit was back in stock. Bro, the lift on that's crazy. Saw, oh, you're no, getting it? 
No, 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 no. Because I refreshed the page and then it was sold out. Wow. I would literally just like, I went to go click and went to go start to add it. And my internet was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in disc golf news, I bought a new putter because it's one that I've been looking for like sporadically and they just like came out with it. So I was like, Hey, all right. About to cop one. And there was like a couple left. So Carl, I copped, like, Carl, it's a footy one. podcast, not a disc golf podcast. We don't care. Yeah, I copped a new disc though. I might. You have like forty. You don't need more. Are you sure it's coming like tomorrow? So, speaking of Southampton, they lost to Wolves. And speaking of Wolves, what the fuck? Wolves what? are like Wolves are like the new Brighton. I saw a stat that apparently, so they've scored like three goals this season, and they have an expected goals of like nine. What? So, what do you mean? So, so their stats. There's a stat called expected goals, which is yeah, like I know, I know, I know. So, they have an expected goals so far this season of like nine, and they've scored three. Like they're playing very well. They're creating chances. They're just not finishing. It's like Brighton last year. Nine? It was like 8.56 before their last game. I just rounded up. Christ. So they've scored six goals fewer than they should. (sighs) Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. Also... They're definitely botching it, but like, whatever. Also, like... is not playing like himself. I saw a funny... Actually, he did kind of in the last game because he scored and... I kind of think him getting that goal-scoring feeling back might be the turning point. Yeah, I agree with that, but we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. We will see. We will see. So, Arsenal scored um, two goals in their first, like, you know, three matches. Like, five. Yeah, five games. Sorry, not three matches. Five games. Um, Yeah. They scored three goals in the first 30 minutes against Spurs. Yeah. And, like, Nate, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, wait a minute. Yo, sidetrack. Before we continue with these games, so I'm talking to Nate about the Liverpool game. We're talking about the highlights, and I'm telling him to go check out the highlights to watch the goals. And all of a sudden, Nate stops answering. So I text him and I'm like, yo, did you finish watching the highlights? He goes, and he responds word for word, nah, someone got shot. Jesus. And I, I was like, what? He was like, I work for the news. So then he just sent me a Snapchat of him like at the scene of somebody getting shot. And I was like, I forgot about that. <laughs> but like, yeah. when you go to school and you have like, when you're studying TV and your friends work at news stations, like... Sam might cover something like that at some point. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I literally was just like, he was like, someone got shot. And I was just like, what? (laughs) All right. So back to footy news. Um, Spurs didn't play as bad in the second half. They sort of pulled the game back, but they just weren't able to finish a lot of chances. 
Um, but damn, Arsenal in the first like in the first half and like Emil Smith Rowe had a going. game. Yeah, they started fading a little bit going into halftime, not too much. Like they still had momentum going their way. But out of half, Spurs didn't look as bad. So they just didn't look good. Yeah. Congratulations, Arsenal. You beat Spurs and you're London is red. Our minds. Even though London is not red, be- or North London is red. Let's call North London red. Yes, because London is blue. Yeah. London is blue. Just London like is Manchester blue. Manchester is red. Manchester's red on fandom, but on on-field performance, Manchester is blue. Manchester is blue for the past decade. In terms of performance. But, but in terms yeah. of fandom, Manchester will always be red. It's just like yeah, in, in in America, if the Clippers start winning titles, LA is a Lakers town. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like The Clippers won't, will never be relevant. Exactly. Like... Merseyside is red. Yeah. End of end of story. Yeah. I don't really care if Everton beats us at some point. Merseyside's still red. Look at the history. It shows. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, moving into... We got one game yeah. left. Yeah, this is the last game. Yeah. We got Brighton. We got Palace. That was a draw. Yeah. Mope put it away. And... Literally the last minute. Yep. Uh, saved a point. Saved a point. It was a good game. I'm really surprised that Brighton were able to save the point, but like Neil Mape is having a season. Yeah, he's been going off. Like off. Bro, what I really like about the way that he plays is like it's not always like a natural nine. It's like a center forward nine, similar to the way that Benzema used to drop yep. back. Yep. Like if, I'm not comparing him to Benzema. Absolutely Style not. Of play. Style of play is a little similar. Speaking of Benzema, speaking of Benzema, he's the best player in the world right now. Yes. Right now. And I, I, I don't like Benzema. But, but like, he's he's the best player. Yeah. On the planet. He's in the best form of anyone. Bro, maybe you have to have sex with uh, the French coach's daughter more. And then you'll play better or something. Like, I don't know. That was years ago, Carl. I know. But, like, maybe it'll happen again. Maybe. Maybe. You never know with Benson. (laughs) So, so we, we don't really have any transfer news, obviously, but... I want to talk yeah, about transfer one. News is over. No, there's one thing. There's one thing that you might have missed. Actually, two things. One's Bro, re- I, I, I had one thing about Hamas last week. Okay, then there's a second thing in terms of a retirement that I want to talk about because okay. you got You got to give the shout out. Samir Nasri retired. Yeah, I beat that. I knew so you were like, about to say that once yeah. you said retirement. I uh, wasn't sure or, if you talked about Hamas last week, so I was going to bring it up. Um, yeah, I brought up Hamas last week, and then um. Yeah, Nasri officially retired, which is rip because he was such a great player for so long. And he's only thirty four. Yeah, exactly. Which but just, he slowed he slowed down a lot way, and had some injuries. So so him being thirty four and retiring and like Iron Robin strug- struggling to come back for Groningen and retiring again, and like Frank Ribery sliding down 
the totem pole of clubs just kind of puts into perspective how fucking good Ronaldo and Messi are. And another player that I just want to put in, like, they aren't as good as Ronaldo and Messi by any stretch of the imagination, but one of these players that are getting older but still being able to perform at, like, a top level, David Silva. Oh, my God, yeah. It does not make sense to me. He literally is just tearing it up. Honestly, same with Jamie Vardy. Yeah, Jamie Vardy's old, especially after that back injury, too. Jamie Vardy's 34. Yeah, Jamie's, Jamie Vardy is 34, and he this is the season after back surgery for yeah. him. And he has five right. goals in six matches. Exactly. Like, so, I know we're in a different age of, like, sports medicine and whatever and athletes being able to play longer. But it's still impressive. But there's a difference between extending your career at a lesser club just because you're able to play longer. And in the summer between your 30... Five or th- when the summer you're 36 moving to Manchester United, or the summer you're 34 having every single club in the world want to sign you. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Exactly. Ridiculous. And I think Game guessing. we're going to start talking about predictions. Game so, guessing. I go first because it's my team. Fuck you. You got to get up at 7.30 again. Get fucked. Definitely be hungover. That will be a 3-1. That'll be a 3-1 win. By Manchester United. I'm going to go 2-1 win, Man U. I think Everton's going to get a little too confident after that 2-0 win. I don't. And they didn't play the best. I think Rafa Benitez is the type of manager that'll tell them, guys, we just beat Norwich. This is a different animal. Nothing against Norwich, but they will be prepared because he will prepare them. I'm not sure if they'll be that prepared for Ronaldo. I don't think anyone can really be prepared for Ronaldo. And Ronaldo didn't perform the last game, so what happens in the games after he doesn't perform? He scores. Alright, so let's keep it going. I still think 2-1, not 3-1. Fair. Um... Do I have to pick a winner or anything in this game? Or can I just, like, pick the grass? Um. So, what I did, like, I'll, I'll just, I'm just gonna. I... I'm going to take Burnley 1-0 because I just don't see Norwich winning or scoring on them. Wait, have Norwich scored yet this season? Two. No? Two. 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 Well, well it's Burnley versus Norwich. But Burnley have scored five. And Burnley have only let up... Actually, never mind. Burnley's goal differential is, like, not as bad. Yeah, but Norwich just played Everton last week and put up a fight. So, I'm taking it as a draw. Okay, and Burnley just played Leicester and put up a fight. I think yeah, both, when you put... I think if you put two goals by yeah. Kasper Schmeichel, you're beating You're uh, you're, you're, you're beating, you're beating putting uh, goals against... Uh, I'll take it 1-0. You're right. Why'd you have to try to convince me? Because that was too much convincing and made it very obvious. Burnley 1-0. Yeah, cool. Um, That's where I'm going to. Chelsea Southampton. Chelsea 3-0. Fuck it. Draw 1-1. Wow. Southampton has drawn every single team in the top four so far. I mean, they've only played two. 
But yeah, but I could see it. <laughs> I actually like could, and I don't know why. I could see it. I may become blind afterwards, but I could see it. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a one-one draw on a cheeky Southampton goal. Cool. Uh, what is your prediction for Watford Leeds? I like wanna pick Leeds. But I'm gonna pick Watford one now. So I just said fuck it. <laughs> I'm choosing Leeds two one over Watford because they're home. And like they they have to eventually win. <laughs> That's sort of what I'm going for. That's fair. I think Ismail Asar can have a fucking day against them though. I like kinda want him. Uh, I'm gonna make that two too. Like, not even kidding. Like, I kinda want him. Yeah, so I'm taking that two too. Cool. Like he's the perfect replacement for oh, Mane. It's fucking scrappy though, too. Yeah, nah, I'll take it 2-2, two, two, screw it. Like, whatever. Um, Wolves, Newcastle, I'll take that 2-1. Wolves. Who? I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. This is going to be, like, an actual good game, I think. <laughs> Between Arsenal and Brighton. Yeah, I actually genuinely think this is going to be quality. I'm going to take Arsenal 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one. Okay. So, I'm, like, even though I was talking earlier and saying that Arsenal will probably end up finishing higher, um, but, like, in our first predictions, like, week one predictions, I was talking about, like, Arsenal finishing, like, seventh or something. Yeah. I don't think it's this week. I think they draw Brighton 1-1. No, I think they beat them. We'll figure it out, though. No. I think Leicester clapped back against Palace, though. Oh, I think Leicester clapped back against Palace hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to take it 2-0. I'm also going to take that 2-0. But I could see it being more. And then I'm going to take Villa 2-1 over Spurs. So I took a Yo, lot of draws this week. Hold up. Actually, make your what? prediction. And then before we get to the next game, I have to talk about something. I'm probably taking this game 2-2. Like, I think Spurs is going to be able to perform decently with Harry Kane and Son. And then Villa's going to be able to score against Lloris and, like, that questionable back line right now. So, yeah. Yo, yo so before we move on, who is synonymous with bottling titles and not winning trophies in footy? Spurs. Where do Spurs play footy? Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. What British boxer just lost all three of his belts in an incredible upset that could be called a bottle? Anthony Joshua. Where did he lose that fight? Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. (laughs) Yeah, you were trying to make that point to me the other night, and I was completely going over my head. So, so he, he bottles... Three boxing world championships. Not bottles, yeah. actually. He got his ass whooped. He got dominated. But In all of them. 
besides the one that besides the rematch against no 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 no. in this fight he lost three titles like his most recent Uh, he had had three belts he was trying to defend them and he lost all of them in tottenham hotspur stadium it makes sense it's the most spurs thing i've ever seen and spurs didn't even play (laughs) i feel like him yeah fair (laughs) All right, uh, getting into the next game. Am I going or are you going first? You. Yeah, I don't know how to count. So, um, West well, Ham, there, there, there's, there's two games left. Um, And it's even. So, I guess it's me. So, West Ham, Brentford. I'm taking West Ham 2-1 over Brentford. Same. And it's not because it was even, Carl. It's because of the next game is mine. Oh, it was even anyways, though. Yeah. (sighs) What do I do for this game? Bro, I really don't know. Like, I think I'm going to go 2-1 Liverpool. I disagree. Sorry, even though I'm a Man U fan. I hate both of you. So, I think... One of the team buses is going to crash before... All right, I'm not actually saying that, but uh, fucking 3-1, man, shitty. I just... 3-1, no. 2-1, I could see. I don't see 3-1. I could see 3-1. If it's 3-1, I don't see either team in this game winning 3-1 unless it's, like, 2-1 and then the third goal is in, like, the 92nd minute. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I could see City dominating and then ending up scoring, like, a third goal later on. That's fair. Like, a dominant 2-1. I don't know if they're going to dominate, though. I don't know either. But the way that they were able to play against Chelsea was very promising. Yeah, but Liverpool is not going to deploy that, like, hold back and let them possess system against that they, like, that Chelsea played. Klopp likes to run a high press, and he presses hard against City, so City can't play the same way they did against Chelsea. Yeah, exactly, of course. But the midfield prowess, not prowess, the midfield uh, uh, positioning is a little different in Man City and Chelsea. So in Chelsea, you have more CDMs in that, and it's more of a hold-back style. Man City has more of like that attacking style. So in an attacking on attacking style, I could see more goals getting scored throughout this game than the Chelsea Man City one. So that's fair. That's why I'm taking it. I, I'm, I'm taking still Man City. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. But ba- based on last week's performance, that's why I judged it the way that I did. That's I'm hoping true. that this game is like as good as their game in, like, January 2019. You know what Please. game I'm talking about? Yes. yes. Like, that. that is the... I've seen posts about it. That is the best Premier League game I personally have recollection watching. I'm trying to remember. Um... One of, at least. It might not be the best, but, like, I'm biased. I'm a Liverpool supporter. That game of those two teams, they were the best two teams in Europe. They were the best two teams in the world. The game came down to a goal line clearance with 
like one inch to go before the ball crossed the line. Had that ball crossed the line, Liverpool would have won the title and not City. Like, all of that encompassed into that game. That game was amazing. Yes. Uh, I want to see another Lewandowski five goals in eight minutes. Nine minutes. minutes. You're never going to see that again. No, I don't think I will ever see that again in my lifetime. Nope. I was really happy I could see that live. Fair. 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 But um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. Um, Brian is being shitty on the soundboard again. This fuck. And then... uh... (laughs) What what do you say to me? (laughs) Don't disrespect my soundboard. It took me like a month and a half to figure this shit out. Yeah, so Brian's a 12-year-old with a soundboard, but... <laughs> okay, yeah. So so just before we go, people, everybody has to understand that every time I load into a game of Splitgate, I hit this button. Hello, motherfucker. And on that note, um, that's all Brian's we got. 12. I mean, love. I'm going to be 23 in like a week or so, but yeah, I'm 12. Um, well, I'm 11. Shut the fuck up. Love you guys. Talk to you next week. (laughs) Adios. Peace.